Happy holidays, everybody. Today we got the details on Kanye West and Donald Trump's secret meeting and the award season nominations. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. <laughs> hey. You are so Christmas. <laughs> I am. I got I my Christmas so scarf. Like Wait, At y'all all. messing with my TLC moment, all right? I like Chili's Park. Well, you know we ain't even gonna get to that. Look, you got the same over. <laughs> Courtney got the overall. Courtney got her TLC overall. Wait, oh, we gotta do it. Now yeah. we gotta do Oh, we should have came in with choreography because yeah. Rachel ain't here. Yeah, yeah Rachel ain't here. We can dance today. Sorry, Rachel. We love you, though. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I am your host, Daryl Kristen. Happy holidays! <laughs> this is our last show of the year, 2016. But joining me today is TLC backup dancer uh, for the Very Merry Christmas video right there is Courtney Stewart. Hello, everybody. And DJ Jesse J. What's up? Rachel True is not here today. She's, she's, sick, she's sick. You know, we we're wishing her well wishes. Send out yes. the year with her. Feeling That's better. right. We were hoping to have. But we don't want to get sick, so I'm yeah. glad she's at home. Yeah, stay, but I love her. stay at home. But we got rum care, for girl. you. You're missing the rum today. You know, we got no, a little holiday cheer. It's a special cheer. rum, guys. It's a special she rum. She wouldn't even drink that. Oh, that's true. She wouldn't even drink it. You just like ate all of our camera. She wouldn't even drink that. All right, so. Sorry for we got, in your ear. Sorry, we got donuts today. We have we a parte in our own We got partay. rum, we got popcorn. <laughs> we ain't got no money here, so this is our holiday party. This is our holiday party. Right. Oh, boy. What are, you, are you guys ready for the holiday season? No, I don't even feel like it's Christmas. Like, I don't either. This is the most un-Christmas I've ever been. I've been by humbug this whole. Not by humbug. Like I'm just like, wait, it's next week. I feel like that's what's happening. Like, it's just, it came too fast, and, like, I'm not prepared. I got like, shit I just, to do. I'm like, the year's over? Oh, I'm not even, like, I'm not there yet. So, like, the days are ahead of my brain. I'm like, I have a whole week to get my body together, so I can complete my goals for I've 2016. Been I've been eating kidding. cookies, like, I ate a pie last weekend. Like, it's just, but I guess that's holiday. Mm-hmm. But that's not holiday for me. But it's been holiday for me this year. Because I've been on the ice cream, too. But I came off of that after two days, by the way. Oh, after two days? <laughs> I was like, for yeah. those of you who don't know, Courtney I did, was eating ice cream for I did ice cream for breakfast. No, I did a breakfast, and then I did a lunch one day, and then I was like, okay. Now this is... It's time to move on. And then I baked cookies, because I was like, I need something to do. It's holidays. I feel like I should be baking cookies. We're going to have... So I literally baked, like, 60 cookies. Did you share I meant those to cookies? bring them here. I'm going to say, all I have And I forgot the 10 60 cookies, that ain't enough for sharing. I fuck 60 cookies. It up. was a lot of cookies. I'm just like, we're going to have Courtney on My Strange Addictions <laughs> in a year right. from now. Like, all she does is Ooh. bake. All I, I mean, that's true. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Cause I, I when, you were such a baker, Courtney. I do that's like to bake. I make, I make pies, usually. I'm not a big cookie. Like, I'm not great at cookies. So, like, that's why cookies are my thing right this year. Because I'm like, no, I have to, like, master cookies. Because okay. my cookies are not great. And I made some really great oatmeal cookies. I'm Three different some variations. You made me some edibles. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Merry Christmas. That's okay. what he said, Mama. I didn't say that. I did. Sure I just did. made some oatmeal raisins, some oatmeal chocolate chips, and some oatmeal butterscotch walnut. Mm. I'm just eating donuts. So she got that special. All right. We got some great <laughs> topics today. <laughs> Do we? Daryl just right. took a big old chocolate. Well, let me donut. take it for Avery. Daryl took two Listen. donuts, y'all. For like, y'all can't see. No, he why he said donuts. he's gonna save one of them for tomorrow. <laughs> he was looking for I a am. plastic bag in Darryl. the cabinet. I am. I mean, because that's powdered, and I don't want the powder. Tomorrow, but that's gross. Donuts are supposed to be eaten fresh. 
Yeah, for real. You can eat donuts anytime. They, but uh, they'll throw them out. They be, they'll, those companies be throwing them yeah. out. Yeah, it's because they're supposed to be fresh. It's a baked good. Like, you eat it the day it's made. I feel like if you're going to throw it out, you should just, at the end of the night, open your doors up and be like, hey, who wants free donuts? Some Give them for free. Spread. And then that brings customers because they're like, oh, crap. This was so bomb, but imagine it fresh, fresh in the morning. Back in the day when I was in college, Panera used to give like put the all bread. of their baked goods in a big garbage bag, and we could take them for like when we did productions and stuff like mm. that. So they would let like literally that's how we did craft services. We take all their danishes because they can't. It's like they aren't able to like sell, sell them. them anymore. So it would just be like a huge garbage bag full of danishes and all kinds of crazy desserts, and it was fantastic. Only bad thing is that at midnight you're eating all these donuts and danishes because I would be doing that. Well, when you're on set, you don't give a fuck. You just trying to stay awake to be eating. I'm really I'm greedy. You are cracking me up. All right, so 2016, you know, we had a lot of things surfing the web, right? Mm -hmm. So there was this um, list that went around of some of the top ways black people took over the internet. Um... And I thought, you know what? It's our last show. Let's reminisce on some of them. You know what I mean? We had the Running Man Challenge. Everyone was doing that this year. That was a big one. Uh, Following that, I don't don't know if you guys remember, the So Gone Challenge. I do. I I feel like that did not get enough play. I don't even know if we talked about it. That one kind of came and went. Oh, you should have been over at the beat because we done. It was because it was at the beat. We done beat it too much. I I was like, So Gone to the song because. So Gone was my shit in 2003, guys. I love that shit. So Gone. Luke Cage, when it uh, came out, shut ne- uh, shut Twitter down. I mean, everyone was so happy that... And that Netflix it- shut down. But, so, yeah. Literally. It literally did. Um, another hashtag that was really good, you a good man. Uh, basically, when Kid Cudi had came out, that hashtag floated around just to be an open discussion for black men to talk about, you know, internal things and Emotional things that we typically stuff. don't feel we can talk just come out and feelings. say. Uh-huh. Black love was a big one. Oh. Courtney looked at me with that. I, I, just, said, talk about I express feelings. my feelings all the time on this show. What are okay. you talking about? I just said talk about your feelings. Do you have something Why to say? Is there something that is there something? I feel that... like you in your feelings because yes, Dario, let me hand, let me give you a hand to help you out. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just saying. If you got something to say before Christmas, let a brother see know. what happened when you get Negroes that wrong. Oh, I've had one sip. Don't even try it. All right, let me try it. All right. He put it down. Though. I put it down. See, he did. He was like, no, I'm. And this okay. is water. I'm fine. By the way. I'm great. I have a scarf. Yes, scarf. Uh, Joe and Barack's memes that went around. I love those. There was tons of those. The homie Joe Biden. Uh, the mannequin challenge, which that randomly that was took over, took over. for like two weeks, and it was just it was like people who shouldn't have been doing it were doing it. Everybody was doing it. I feel we like it's still it. going on. Yeah. Being a black girl is lit, hashtag. Well, obviously, when Beyonce took over the Super Bowl and people got upset about it. I wasn't. Well, no, no, no one here. BHL. Uh, we got the bank black hashtag where everyone was trying to get everybody to go out and support back mm-hmm. black banking. Uh, the you name it, you name it. Daryl's I mean, favorite. You know that's my favorite. So. <laughs> like, <laughs> now lawsuits have arisen. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, black boy joy just showing pictures of young black men. In full excitement, full happiness, and saying, it's okay, you don't got to be this tough guy all the time. Um, Simone Manuel's win. Shut Twitter down for remember that, remember that. quite some time. And then, of course, Black Twitter. Black Twitter was, I have to say, probably one of the biggest news sources or one of the biggest media sources of 2016. I mean, for a hashtag to be able to compete with CNN, Fox News, and things like that, uh, and, and to be such a voice 
Shout out to Black Twitter. Shout out to that. Hi, I'm, hi, I'm hi. disappointed though that Black Lives Matter didn't make the internet shut down. Oh, Black Lives Matter did make it. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, that was I have that on there, but okay. All right. I was about to say, really. Black Lives Matter, Black Twitter, Black Love. Okay. Boom. All right, um, all right but so let's talk about something else because you know. We always talk about, uh, not really on the show, but off the show, how I don't take Uber. Yes. So, and what's your reason again? For my reason is because, have you ever seen, what was that? Oh, crap, I always forget the movie. It was with Denzel Washington, Bone Collector. Oh, Bone Collector with Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Right. So the thing is... So you is don't like, take taxis or any kind of public transportation. When I was in New York, if I had to take a taxi, I would. But, like, a taxi's different because it's, like, there are pictures in the back. You get, like, this name and all this stuff. It's, yeah, it's definitely more sort of registered yeah. than Uber. Because I mean, Uber, like, you. anybody can sign off for Uber and take a picture and pretend like, like it's them. Like, it, it's I mean, all true. I've been in an Uber car before and judged the Uber car. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, I've also had bad experiences. Like, when we went to the Rihanna thing, and the girl was, we drove away, and she was waiting at Daryl's house, and mind you, we had driven 10 minutes away, drove back, and she was like, just wanted to check and make sure you weren't lying, because I'd left my keys in her car, but she thought I was lying, that I was going to a friend's house. Yeah. It was weird. It was crazy, and I had taken an Uber that time. Another time, uh, this kid just got in my car and thought I was Uber. And I wasn't. Well, that happened. I mean, because I you're like waiting. But on he a car. wouldn't get out, and I had to drive him to his house. Yeah. No, just I mean, wait, this, you mean he wouldn't get, get out. Of you your say, car. listen, I'll okay, call it, was much deep, it was a much deeper. It was a much deeper story than that. Money. It was a much deeper story than that. You guys can come see my stand up when you see me post about that, and I'll talk about it. Uh, but here, you guys may be feel, be on my team now because Uber is trying something out in New York, and basically what they're doing is. You know how when you set up on the app, you can see where your pen is and where the taxi is? Yes. Yeah. So now what they're doing for five minutes after you get out of your cab, they're, they're you. tracking you. They're tracking your phone so the driver can still see where you are for five minutes after your ride, five to seven minutes after your ride. This is just, they're testing some stuff out because they feel like it will help with pinpointing where you need to get picked up or uh, if you were to lose something and you need, you know, if you left something in the car, like like I did leave my keys in there. So it's like pe- some people understand where what they're trying to do with it and some people are thinking that... I'm going to tell you my problem with it. Maybe, they're, maybe people are taking it too far uh, as far as thinking that they're going to do anything negative with the information. And then some people are like, well, wait, the service is to take me from A to B, not to follow me at C, D, E. What are you guys' well, thoughts? I'm going to just throw this in there. My problem with it from number one is that you already know where I live, obviously, right? So if you can track me five to ten minutes after you've dropped me off, say you want to go know that I'm not home and you can go rob my place. Yep. No. So that's my biggest problem with it because you know where I am, you know, for at least a good ten minutes. Yeah. And what are you thinking? I mean, I just think, like, I mean, theoretically, yes, I can understand why maybe you would want to track that in the event of somebody leaving something in the car, things like that. But as a woman, like, I don't want you able to see, like, I'm walking up into this building, into this apartment. Like, I just, I need you to, like, drive off. Because a lot of times, like, your Uber driver, you're not paying that. The average Uber driver is not paying that much attention. They, like, in the ride, it's when you get out the car, they don't care. Right. But if they're actually, because, and sometimes they're not necessarily dropping you off at the address. Sometimes right. they're like, oh, yeah. just, yeah, you I can drop me off right here. Off, it's fine. The all the time. On a corner, yeah. like, whatever. Because the pins are not always exact. Exactly. Especially in New York. They're yeah. not always exact. 
So, and to me, that's a little bit of a comfort. Like, I don't need you to know exactly where my house is, (laughs) like, and exactly where I'm walking in the door. So then the fact that you would follow my GPS. But, I mean, in the end, can't you just turn your GPS off when you get out the car? Yeah. You can, but, I mean, I guess the point is, like, sometimes you just think about that. Most people aren't thinking, well. I don't even think about that. I'm a believer, y'all. Like, the GPS should not be on unless you are specifically using it for a reason, because your GPS is accessible. Yeah, and I'd be, like, freaking out because I get the Samsung. And, you know, the more you do things, the more you're sa- and go places, the Samsung... It remembers, yeah. It would be remembering things. I'm like, yeah. That's you? all of them, though. That's, That's all, all of them. Really? Because I'd be Apple looking at my too. phone like, Life how phone. do you- I forgot that? Yeah. No, no. They, <laughs> they keep it. They, like, and, thank you, but... Yeah. They keep a log. Yeah, for sure. But and most people are very absent-minded about it. like, oh, that's easy, thanks. I don't have to figure out because that's how I be finding your address all the time because it's in there. I'm like, what is it again? But anyway, so but I get it. But at the same time, like it's not, it's not cool. It was just like when everybody was checking in on was it Facebook? Everybody was checking in on that was never a good plan. Mm-hmm. It just never was. No, it wasn't on any level. So I think we just have to be. I think it's going to be interesting how how it kind of falls out because once again, you have the two biggest issues: females for one, and robberies, you know, um, and I just, at the end of the day, they're collecting all their information anyway, you know, so I don't know how much difference is really going to make, but if you want to. But it's just like, okay, so another, another Uber story is I remember my ex had used my name to pay for his electricity bills. So I was irritated. My car was broken into, so I, I had to take a lift. I get in the back of this man's car and I'm just irritated. My head's down. He was like, you seem like you're in a mood. I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my ex, you know, did A, B, and C. Effing women, they ain't nothing but bags of skin just to screw. And, I mean, I'm being very Sesame Street with my language here. <laughs> um, and it turned into this, like, I snap, snapped it because I was nervous. Like, okay, this man could really. But, like, someone like that is driving you. And I'm a boy, but, like, you know, I mean, if I had said, oh, yeah, my, my ex-boyfriend, I was nervous, like, okay, he could have snapped on me, or imagine right. if it was a girl and they're track, he's tracking it down, he has this vendetta against women, like, it's I mean, scary, yeah. it is scary. What else is scary, and I want to get you guys' opinion on it, have you guys been seeing this Instagram Live and Facebook Live? Yeah. What are y'all thoughts? I think it's too much. I mean, I'm just like, every... T- everything is live. live I mean, I kind of like the Instagram live, live a little bit. Live. I ain't going to lie to you. But it is... Every, everything is just... That's where we're all going to, though. I mean, everybody wants you right in, in, in the now action. I'm but, not going to lie. I was kind of confused. Because like, it was like... Because that's how the little, like... Because, you know, on Instagram, it shows at the top, like, new. And mm-hmm. then you, like, click on it. Yeah, it's, like, it's a little know, confusing. I'm like, why is that different from story? Yeah. Like, I, it's too much. Yeah. Like, it, I just... I was like, what? Well, and then it's just... I feel like it waters down content. Because now it's like, it's so much to keep in contact with yeah. that it's just like, oh, I don't want to watch anything. I yeah. don't even want to watch Everybody's just TV. putting everything on there. Boy, yeah. Oh my God, the pictures were overwhelming enough. Like, I just, like, now I got a live, and now I have a story, and Hashtag. now I'm on Facebook. Like, it's, Filters. I, I don't care that much about, like, your day-to-day experience no. in life. Like, I just don't, so. But, but then I'm know. sitting there watching it, and I'm like, I know, I, I was going to say, I say that, but then I, if it catches my eye, I'll mm-hmm. sit there and get mesmerized by it for a long time. Crazy, but, no, but it's too many. It's cat. just too many of them. You know? mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. That's Boom. all. I just keep eating my donut. That's all I got. That's all you got today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, donut right. girl. That means I'm supposed to have something now. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, you know, you got a well, donut. You got a fun one. I'm gonna finish up my donut, and then we're gonna talk about a super awesome young lady by the name of Stephanie Lampkin. She's 31 years old. She learned how to code at age 13, and she has created a wonderful app called Blendor. And what Blendor does is basically 
It hides a candidate's name and photo to circumvent unconscious bias and facilitate diversity recruiting in tech companies. So she works in the tech world. She was having some unfortunate experiences in terms of feeling like there's some bias when people see her name or see her pictures, see that she's a woman of color and that kind of thing. And she was like, like this is simple. Like, we should be able to overcome this. And, like, really, like, just looking at people's credentials, Wait, having a conversation. No, no, no. She started coding at 13. 13. She's like, 31. Yeah. Wow. But she, so she coded it herself. She raised over $100,000 to fund the coding and, like, the establishment of this app. And it is now being used by huge companies like Intel, Google, Facebook, and Apple. So she got a lot. Of, she got a lot of money. Basically. She got some money out for that. She did it all herself. Like it's a big deal. Like she in working in the tech world, and there's con- I mean it's constant conversation about diversity needs all over the place. But the tech world is a huge space mm-hmm. that yeah. is struggled in that area, and she wanted to be a part of the solution, and she was. So congratulations, Miss Stephanie Lampkin. Congratulations, and continue to do amazing shit because that is amazing. That's amazing. And then even to think like she's the same exact age as me, and now I'm like, okay, well, Jesse, okay, like, dang, what have I been doing with my I, like I mean, not, you can not, still not, create an app. There's time. Okay. Uh, that's Don't a you? lot of work. And for, like, things that, like, my brain doesn't even, like, I've just paid just attention to Kim Kardashian too much. That's not your arena. But, no, what blows my mind is, like, at 13 years old, we're the same age. So at 13 years old, I'm trying to think, like, to me, was what coding meant to me at 13. Like, well, that's why I think it's impressive. Age, because, like, that's crazy that she Because now that she's 31, like, she's not... If she were, like, 25, I would think differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be 31, she's in our, like, age group. Like, coding when Computers I was 13. Were not it was like, big, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't that. bad, like, yeah. And to be a female, like, whoever encouraged her, you're awesome, and whatever you did, like, you need to spread that message. But, I mean, it's sort of, it's slowly growing in coding and with young people and especially young people of color. There's lots of organizations that are trying to encourage that and especially encourage it with women, which is great, but that's super impressive. Like, I, I mean, because that definitely was not the era yeah, that's of, like, women coding and women of color coding, for sure. So well, I was just think just, about how hard coding was back then. You know? Yeah. I was just reading an article, actually, uh, about how it's saying a lot of... Uh, black and Latino youth are really getting like the yeah. younger kids are getting into coding so it, it, it inspired me because it's like you know that's hope for the future you for know sure. what I mean in the next 10 years like her you know they'll be it'll be commonplace commonplace and, and you know that's why the traditional job has changed so much you exactly. know what I mean it's like you can be 13 coding things and become a billionaire mm-hmm. by the time you're 18 years old you know God, I was it, born too soon okay. yes we all were that's what I'm saying like I was born too soon there's still time Corey there's still time there's time for me, guys. Okay. Well, I don't even want to talk about this. We'll see her in the future, though, for sure. Yes. Um, Congratulations, yeah. Stephanie. Ahead, You're That's, awesome. And need to have we her on Black look, Live. We look forward to all the amazing things that are going to come from Stephanie Lampkin, guys. Remember yeah, that you name. You know I was thinking that, Jesse. Yeah. Remember that name. Okay, so names of remembrance. Trump and Kanye West. <laughs> So Trump and Kanye West had a meeting this week. Like everybody was like, "Oh my God, Kanye West showed up at Trump Tower. Oh my God, what are they talking about? Whoa, we haven't seen Kanye. He went to an art show. He dyed his hair blonde, and now he's in New York meeting with Trump." Kanye so, wants to be Donald Trump so bad. Word on the street is is that Kanye said that, "Oh, we just talked about life issues like bullying and supporting teachers and modernizing curriculums and violence in Chicago." And word is is that Kanye's actual 
political goal is like I want to like be in with Trump because he was already like had a relationship with Trump to begin with. Trump gave him 15 minutes for a meeting, so they didn't really get to go ham on like dealing with the violence in Chicago. But insiders are saying that the reason that he wanted this meeting is to get FaceTime with the president-elect and build on that relationship so that when he is in office, he can actually sort of be with him to really be a part of helping Chicago out and what's going on in terms of the violence and education issues and things in Chicago. And that's supposedly what the main goal was. Um, obviously, Trump, I mean, Kanye has some buddies like John Legend, who's been involved in politics. and Who, who says some very interesting things about He said some him. very interesting things. He, um, One of them being basically uh, John Legend said he was disappointed and he said, quote, I don't think it's impossible to talk to Trump about issues, but I won't be used as a publicity stunt. I think Kanye West was a publicity stunt. Yep. End quote. So, you know, I mean, Kanye, like, you know, some people are also saying that he may be performing at the inauguration. Some people are also saying that he has supported Trump all this time and his wife, Kim, has supported Hillary. And that's normal because, you know, there's little tensions about him and meeting with Trump. But she understands that he loves Trump and always has. But he said he had an end game. He really wants to help Chicago. And that's why he was meeting with Trump. I mean, I'm going to sidebar all of this and go to John Legend real quick. Instead of, I can understand you being upset, but, and then I saw that he's trying to reach out to Obama. <laughs> You're so, there's a word I want to use right now that I can't use on air. <laughs> you right now. With, with Corey? Popcorn. Yes. I got my popcorn to listen to what Jesse had to say. <laughs> uh, on, with Obama. You know, I know he wants to. Uh, he he reached out to Obama to uh, with the prisons. He wanted to pardon. Uh, there's a list of pardons that he would like for Obama to sign off on. Because he's afraid that when Trump gets in office, and I understand that, but why not try to reach towards what's about to happen instead of like shutting that door and saying, "I don't think you can talk to Trump." Well, have you tried? I mean, at this point, well, it's like so. You're saying people to clarify, need to. Be, he said, "I don't think it's impossible to talk to Trump." He wasn't saying like it's not possible to talk to Trump or deal with Trump, but he just felt like this specific instance with Kanye was a publicity stunt. It was so on I, Kanye's behalf, or on Kanye's behalf, or Donald Trump's behalf, because Kanye reached both. both. It would be both. I would think both. He, you know, he's under fire right now. He knows that everybody's looking at his every move. He is not officially in office yet. He's going to do everything he can right now to tr- try and spread his wings as much as possible. I'll say that. And my here's my problem with you. You know I love Kanye West. But do I think it's a publicity stunt? Absolutely. Here's my thing. When all that stuff was going down, it, I mean, it's still going down in Chicago. Uh, killings and murders. I mean, yes, the percentage is a little lesser. But... Here's my thing. Where was Kanye? I don't. I don't remember. He's recall. donated. He's donated a lot to. I haven't been. Ha, haven't started. seen him been so vocal about it though. Foundation. I mean. I'm I mean, just, it's just something he's done, kind of through the span of his career. Okay. So I think this year the Kardashian thing was bigger than any type of global anything Kanye was actually working on. Personally, I mean, I do know that he like with Chicago. I, I wish they. You know, I I appreciate him targeting that. I think it's a bigger conversation than just Chicago. Right. But if that's where he wants to... Well, yeah, I mean, it's his hometown. It's like... I get what, it. Yeah. I get it. But as you were saying, and I'm sure he's been involved and done things in Chicago, like, up until this yeah, point. I, know I don't know them things. specifically. I, I know he's But in terms things. of, like... 
being overtly like meeting with the president. And maybe he tried. Maybe he couldn't get a meeting maybe. with Obama. We don't know. Maybe. So I don't J&B know. J&B were like, don't let him in. Maybe. I mean, I don't maybe. know. So I can't speak to that. I don't want to judge. He's crazy. Don't let him in. I'm not opposed to him meeting with Trump. <laughs> Trump gave him 15 minutes. It's one of those things like, do you believe, like, you either have to, some people believe you have to be on the inside to make a difference. Did he try and meet with Bush? I mean, who knows? No, he called Bush a yeah, hater of was, the Bush. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, what's the. But he was also at a very different space in 2006. Because his mother was. No, no, no. I'm just Is saying, that like, right when it passed? in terms yeah. of his career, no, she passed in eight, six years okay, ago yeah. or something. Yeah. But, like, when he did the Katrina thing, that was what, 2005, 2006? Like, that was still early in his career. I mean, in terms of him being the celebrity that he is. So I wouldn't have necessarily expected that he would even have that reach at this point. And in the end, it could just be he does have the reach because he had a relationship with Trump beforehand. So now he's extending that arm. I don't know. I would like to think the best because that's all I can do with all the bullshit. That's I would like on. to think the best that your wife was kidnapped or, or was locked up in a bathroom. You went through a breakdown, and I would. What I would like to think is that you woke up and you thought to yourself, like, this man's really about to be in here. What can I do with my with my celebrity? And maybe that's that's you know my my conspiracy. But then he got blonde hair now. I'm like, why you got blonde hair? I like the blonde hair. I'm not mad at it. I actually like it because it wasn't too much. But what my my problem is that you know when you have someone who's in the news very frequently and they are saying a crazy thing sometimes and some things are very ego driven and then for you to go from that to I want to help my people in Chicago sometimes it's just hard it's just a hard translation but he's for, always for me to help for me for me in that sense of it I and just I love Kanye but mm. it's just I think it just doesn't sit right because we know the things that Trump has said yeah and it's very difficult it, for people of color to sort of exactly or people of color that have any value for themselves to like hear that and pretend like it doesn't exist is, and continue right. to like sort right. of almost kiss ass I and, well, and that's, that was it. really back to my Bush point because yeah. he was so adamant about how he felt about Bush that it, to me it's like whoa you well, maybe it's like an elevated version. Like, he was younger when the Bush thing, and like, when you're younger, you're like, fuck you. Like, how could you do this? You're full of shit. And then now he knows that being on the outside isn't going to change anything. Them. You have to work maybe. with them. Okay. So maybe that's the plan. Grew up. I, honey, I don't know. Yeah. I just think it's well, we'll messy. It was on TMZ. Like, why you got the cameras in the lot? Like, I just, it was and, garbage. And here's my other thing about now that you said 15 minutes, I'm like, in 15 minutes, I know, like, we go to a lot of Hollywood events. Yeah. In 15 minutes, the only time you can get to a deep core subject really is when you're on a red carpet at, at something that you know that they're going to give you and the celebrity comes and they know that's what we have to talk, talk about, about right. because they have to go on to the yeah. next one. But when it's like schmoozing and stuff like that, you got 15 minutes. Donald Trump seems like the type of guy to be, hey, how's everything going? Kim, yeah, yeah. Kanye, da, da, da. Like, so how much conversation was this in well, six minutes? Well, they definitely said minutes? it was about life. Like, it was the preliminary yeah. meeting, and the insiders say that, like, it was just the beginning. He's just sort of laying groundwork for, like, a future relationship, which could possibly, and maybe it makes sense, and maybe it'll work out, and it'll all be fantastic, because that's what we want to be positive about. Trump, Omarosa, and West. At the holiday season. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? Whatever. We all, it's all going to hell in a handbasket. Let's keep it all the way So I'm going to keep the positive. Be positive. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho. I'm getting a lot of those. Ho-hos. Um, all right. That's all you got for us. I love that movie. I'm going to watch that like 15 times. I haven't seen it Which one? Christmas Story. You're going to shoot your eye out. It's one of my faves. With your tongue on the pole. So that's all you got for us today, Courtney? That is all that I have. 
to All do. Right. Well, uh, we're gonna, you know, have our final two subjects. I just here. want you in a sleigh right now in a Gap commercial. Like, whew. give me that check. <laughs> I'll do both of those things. Yes, Daryl. Not a problem. Keep All right. Smiling, like... Well, award <laughs> like those jib jab things with the little elf body. Little elf, you see me dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Happy. Ching. <laughs> Money. I Money. Check, I got that check. It cashed. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, you know, one thing that is great about the holiday season is that then it starts award season because we are at the, well, I guess we're in the middle of December, but when the New Year starts, we got the SAG Awards, we got the Golden Globes, we got the NAACPs, you know, and so on. And uh, this week has been a very popular week for all those shows because they all did announcements this week of their nominations. And there seems to be a common theme Mm -hmm. through all three of those shows, and those three include Fences, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, and Moonlight. So a lot of color. (laughs) This year, I'm so we got yeah, to see glass. Moonlight. Moonlight I got to so see Moonlight. Glad. I got to see Moonlight. Like you guys have to see the movie Moonlight. I got to see Moonlight. I'm very excited to see that. Um, but we'll, I'll just kind of break it out through the different shows. Uh, so SAG, first of all, they had their nominations this week. As I mentioned, it's the 23rd annual SAG Awards. Uh, it's going to air January 29th uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And we will be there, Black Hollywood Live representing. So filmmaker Barry Jenkins, Moonlight, earned three nominations, including two for supporting actor Naomi Harris and, okay, is it? Pronounce it for me. Like, Mar- wait, what? Maharshala, right? <laughs> Maharshala. <laughs> Maharshala Ali. Yeah. Maharshala Ali. Uh, he and uh, he got one nomination for the ensemble cast as well. Uh, it was real good. Job. Th- yeah, I mean, it's. I'm just going to do the highlights of the show because this is where the, a lot of the people of color are, are being recognized. But supporting actress category uh, includes. Fences Viola Davis and Hidden Figures Octavia Spencer. Uh, first time since 2008 that a majority of the category nominees are people of color. So there's another Shocker. great fact. F- FX is the People versus O.J. Simpson American Crime Story. Sterling K. Brown doing his thing. Hey. Doing it. And Courtney Van uh, Courtney B. Vance uh, garnering individual nods. Outstanding performances by the cast for Fences is nominated. Blackish is also nominated for Ensemble in a Comedy Series. Uh, there, the list goes on and on, but that's like the top line for that particular award show as far as like the African Americans nominated for the full issue you can go to sagawards.org and they have everything there every category also we have the NAACPs which will be there as well 48th annual NAACPs is going to take place this year live February 17th 2017 at 9pm Eastern on TV1 Anthony Anderson is hosting he is getting his hosting stuff on (laughs) Uh, so this is interesting you'll be happy about this um, Jesse Beyonce is dominating the nominations with seven. Who won the world? Beyonce. Girls. Killing it. Little, Little Sister Solange drink. received five Image Award nominations. Sit at the table, y'all. She better because she got I'm that happy about that. Album. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm very happy Best about that. Uh, also topping the list on with multiple nominations is Atlanta star Donald Glover. Love he him. did it. He received three nominations for writing, acting, and directing. And Birth of a Nation filmmaker Nate Parker also received three nominations. He slid in there. He slid in there. I mean, I know that the movie, you know, kind of didn't. It'll be interesting to see how he didn't get no other, like, no Golden Globe nominations and whatnot. Sorry. Is it out on DVD yet? No. Do you think think that the DVD release will help with? Hell no. You don't think so? You think it's just the bad press just killed it? It's all done, guys. Okay. Well, all right, NAACP site, you can go there to get all of the other nominations. Golden Globes, the show takes place on January 8th. Uh, Barry Jenkins, once again, Moonlight, six nominations, killing it. Best Director for Jenkins. Uh, Best Supporting um, for two of his cast members as well, including um, 
Mahershala. God, why am I messing up his name? I mean, it's Vanessa. Mahershala Ali. <laughs> sure, call her that. Is that not it? I don't know. Mahershala. Mahershala. Know, he's just a big old piece of chocolate. I've seen it pronounced several different ways, yeah. so that's why. Um, best Supporting by Actress and Supporting um, in a Motion Picture as well for Viola Davis. Fences, Naomi Harris from Moonlight and Octavia Spencer for Hidden, Fig- Hidden Figures. So once again, those three kind of transcend across all the award shows right now. They're definitely going to be exciting this year. Um, and uh, th- there's a rumor that has it that the Oscars may be a little bit changing it up this year, too, as far as we'll some nominations. That are going to be taking place soon. It's just a little rumor birdie that I heard. I mean, I hear that they're trying to make some changes, and I mean, started some positions over there that will drive change at the Oscars. From what I've, the Oscars Academy is real stuffy, so it's hard to make them change. Yeah, but they did just hire a new black man. He's uh, I, I don't remember the specifics for what the title is, but I know that it's it's within that arena. Um, so. Uh, that is going to, you know, also add to the diversity there. No, All right. Bad. Speaking of diversity, um, some, wait, but did oh. you hear about Fifty Cent Showed being there at the Golden Globes? I ain't gonna be on the oh, show right, because no of more. power. Yeah. I'm on the move again. The yeah, Golden t- Globes can suck my Fifty Cent row. I accept my series Power was not intended to be a signature show for the network, but it is the highest rated show. I know my audience very well. I'm done promoting this outside of contractual obligations. Season four canon must die. I got other shit to do. <laughs> Thank you. So he's threatening he wants to, to quit. kill his character, like for an award show, as I mean, if the fans have anything to do with whether or not the show is nominated. It, it has absolutely. The fans have absolutely nothing, nothing to do with, with whether or not a Golden Globe nomination happens. No, like the show's successful. You're People doing it. People enjoy it. Like, why would you do that to your fans? Yeah, I mean, I get. It. I feel like he's in his head like a Kanye situation. Like, it's like. Stop Stop focusing on acceptance from people that will never accept you because they want to be snubby or they want to be whatever it is because they look at you as 50 Cent. Enjoy the fact that your show is the number one show yeah. on, on the network. And that you're doing good work because yeah. in the end, the goal is to be able to do good work and be paid for it. Like, and, you're creating, and you're creating opportunities for new actors exactly. who now are being seen in a different light because the show is success exactly. and they know that this you know cast with people of color is on it and that translates to dollars. And it's all thanks to you, 50, because you do promote the heck out of it. You do find, just like with his music career, he finds ways with the media to attach the name Power. And it's like, right when I forgot that Power even existed, because I don't have stars, Because I don't have stars either, and I never watch it, but... He be reminding me, and then it's like, all of a sudden, then you hear a conversation. Then when I ask someone about it, they're like, oh my God, it's one of the best shows out there. It's a great show. So, look what the power of you can do. Stop being so negative. Yeah. F the Golden Globes. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be there. But, you know. Well, yeah. We'll be there. Representing. <laughs> for people of color, for we'll be representing. <laughs> and you can check out our interview with the Power Star on BHL Porches. Why are you looking at me like you don't oh, know what I'm talking like, about? I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. You forgot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All righty. <laughs> On that well, note, Omari no, Hardwick. Great, Omari, yeah. Omari Hardwick. He's good. Right. Yeah, he was Check good that people. BHL interview out. He gives day. a lot of information about He was about broke proof. Yeah, he's a great guy. All right, so the last story of the day. I'm very happy for this actress. She continues to work as well. I mean, mm-hmm. continuously, and I have a little crush on her. Megan Good. Y'all all do. Yeah, I love her. I just hope this show lasts past the season. Okay, well, we're going to start with the positive oh, before yeah. we get to the negative. <laughs> All right, so Megan Good is now starting the remake, the the TV remake for the movie Foxy Brown, which we all know star Pam Sexy Greer, who brought it to that performance. Well, now 
They're bringing it to TV on Hulu, and you can check Megan Good out as Foxy herself. Now, Megan is also producing it with her husband, and he was, he's executive producing the show. Um, it's coming out of MG, MGM TV Studios. Uh, it's a TV version, obviously, of the movie that was in 1974 and a hit classic. It did great at the box office. And if you don't know what it is and you're just new to this, it is the story that follows Foxy Brown as she sought to revenge the murder of her boyfriend by a drug lord. So I just wish I had money so I could just be high on my couch and watch old TV shows and be like, like Blackula. I want to recreate, recreate Ace Ventura. This. Do we know if it's supposed to take place in the 70s still? That part I didn't I, I was like looking and trying to find something and I couldn't find I didn't find see it. that. I like Foxy I Brown have a, in 2016. Or is Please. it, because I don't know. Like, is it supposed to be updated for 2016? Mm, it didn't or say are that. they taking exactly. place? Because, I mean, I personally would prefer it to be in the 70s. I would prefer like it to be in the 70s too, actually. Situation, but. Kind of give it a good look. I mean, because they did the Charlie's Angels thing and tried to oh, update yeah. it. And they did even, uh, what was the, the car kit? Um, Oh yeah, um, uh, Night Rider. Night Rider. They did that modern. Yeah. Too. So I mean, I would assume that they're probably going to try to modernize it, especially because it's on Hulu. So I, I don't know how I feel about would. that. Because when I first thought, I was like, ooh, and I was like, oh. the initial thought I got really. Well, the initial excited. thought it makes me super excited because, in my personal own fantasy, I was going to be Foxy Brown on TV. <laughs> but I thought well, Megan would be amazing. Version. Like, great. That's the ABC, awesome. The ABC, the ABC version. version. Maybe give me the ABC network. version. I couldn't do the ABC version. Like, I, it needed to be grittier. So anyway, but anyway, Charlie's on Angels, Hulu, it could FX. be gritty and it could be great. If it was on FX, like that uh, would be a show. Good. Yeah, like be that good. would be a show. But who knows? They would have Foxy effing dudes up and down. Maybe you could be Foxy's rival. I don't know. You could be Black Puff. I'm working on it. Call me. <laughs> I want to be on it so bad. I don't know. I saw the puff at the top of it in the black shirt. It's know. fine. Whatever. Congratulations, <laughs> Megan. You'll take and the role regardless. I'll take chocolate it. Puff. How about that? Chocolate, chocolate Puff. puff. Whatever. I just want to fight somebody and like be on camera. I want to see you fight too. Oh my God. I no, would on love camera. it. Yeah. I would okay. love it. Anyway, but also congratulations to Sonequa Martin Green because she just got yes, the Star Trek role. That's huge. I love Sonequa too. Enormous. Because she's, she's on my, fantastic. On yeah. my Walking Dead after show. Yeah, she so. is. Walking she's, Dead and I interviewed her and she is a beautiful person Sister inside and out. Slamming. And she supports her people too. Yeah. Okay. She's good. All right. Well, you know what? Before we even go out and give well, you know what, give your um, social media first. And then we're gonna go out to Christmas oh. music. Boom, y'all came me up ever at DJ Jesse J. I'm all over the place at Stuart Starlet. You can find me at Dario Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and Snapchat, and all that fun stuff. And uh, happy, holidays. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. happy holidays. Happy holidays. You know what? Happy holidays. You know what, Steve? Kick that Christmas music. Oh, my God. You should have had Santa. Oh, we don't have hats. Oh, we have that's dogs. right. We, we don't have nothing. nothing, but we got one. Executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming at KingXO Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Happy holidays! The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.